at $200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're the king! Only for Super NES. Only for Super NES. You're listening to the SNES Podcast with your host, Soul Blazer. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Greg, uh, joined by always like my co-host, Joe. Hello. We're coming to you today with the 185th episode of the Super NES Podcast. Um, so, as always, we're very grateful for you guys, to, guys and girls like being here with us. And we are covering an, another Capcom game uh, um, in, in this episode. wasn't planned to do, wasn't planned to do two Capcom games back to back. Sometimes that sometimes sometimes it happens 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 this way. Uh, this is a game that I wanted to cover. Uh, because this is a game that I actually did not play when it first came out, and I only came. Um, I only played in parts and emulation over the years. So, 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 so the podcast was accused of fact that you should actually play through the whole game from beginning to end and actually finish the finish the, the, the whole thing. So we're looking at a um, a very a very interesting game, playing like a, like a much beloved and, and a uh, and a long and long running franchise, Mega Man Seven in this episode. So. Um, in case anybody's checking, no, we, no, we've not covered the Mega Man X games yet. We probably will get to them like eventually at some point. Uh, there are six games in that in that franchise. I, I didn't actually I didn't actually know there was that many games in that franchise until Joe reminded me about that. But um, but yes, yeah, just like but yes, yeah, just like how Mega Man now has eleven games in the main entry. This is number seven. Looking at looking at like this time around. So um, I already said real quick my experience with the game. Um, uh, Joe, what's your history background like of this game and with the Mega Man franchise, uh, um, you know, like whole uh, in general? So with the Mega Man franchise in general, um, on the on the regular Nintendo, I had the first Mega Man, I had the second Mega Man, and then there was a huge gap, and I had five and six, and five and six were acquired so late um, with me. That um, I don't even think I ever actually played five and six until years later, because I ended up trading my Nintendo and all the games in to get a Sega Genesis. So yeah, they were late games for the, the um, right. Uh, right. late games. So 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 late as a matter of fact that so late as a matter of fact that Nintendo actually published Mega Man Six themselves in North America because right. Capcom wasn't interested in doing it anymore at that point. <laughs> yeah, and you know but. much. Like, I wish I had still had those games. Um, My Do Final Fight was another one of those games that was in that bundle. Um, Ooh, that yeah, you know, yeah. and and I got Mighty Final Fight in a clearance bin, by the way. For I think it was like twenty bucks. So <laughs> <laughs> that's usually what happens. Yeah, and the, like at the time, you know, it was a great game, but you know, it's like uh, you know, I was like Genesis, like that's where I got to go. So you know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, I. I, I explained to you and uh, offline, and uh, it's time I explained to the audience that I have a very much a love-hate relationship with Mega Man. Um, those, <laughs> I think a lot of folks do. Those 8-bit <laughs> games were fantastic. They are hard. They are Nintendo hard. Um, 
and some harder than others, right? And much like Castlevania and uh, you know Metroid and whatnot, like you obviously learn patterns, you get better at the game as you go on. And back then, that's all I had, so I did get better and I did get to play through these games. And then eventually, I got a game genie, and well, that solved everything. Um, as far as this game goes. Um, I completely skipped over, obviously, everything on the Super Nintendo. Um, and this is actually the first time that I even thought about playing this game. Um, I literally jumped from, basically, we'll say Mega Man 2, because, like I said, I barely played 5 and 6. I can't even remember 5 and 6. Um, I basically jumped from Mega Man 2 to Mega Man 8. Um, and that was kind of a disappointment for me. And I kind of ignored the franchise for a while. I feel like just every entry, like, they just upped it more and more to make it more difficult for the sake of being difficult. You know, I didn't think that they added too much substance to the games. So, and uh, I think that all starts right here. I'm going to say that right now. Um, I think that, that this is where that, that starting point is. Um, I didn't learn until after playing the game a bit that if you hit select, you get a store. <laughs> that would have been wonderful if they had explained that. And they, of course they don't. So uh, we'll get more into it. But uh, yeah, that's... Well, yeah. that's why... Well, that's why... <laughs> well, well, to be fair, that is why RTFM's a thing. But Right, right. Uh, <laughs> so. But... Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, like, you know, I kind of agree and disagree with you in parts. I mean, like, I grew up playing Mega Man games because, you know, the first game came out, the first game in the series came out way back in 1987. So, I mean, like, you know, so we really, we're so, like, we really don't need to give the kind of, uh, like, kind of explanation to the Blue Bomber here because Mega Man's mm. one of the most longest running franchises in, in, in the series. Still active, uh, still active today. Besides the main franchise, Mega Man 11 came out what? La what last year? Twenty like twenty or twenty twenty or something like that. I think but, it was twenty twenty. But I mean, saying it's year. an active franchise is kind of yeah. you know. I mean. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> well, you know, I was going to say besides the main games, there's also been the spinoff games. Like there was the um, oh, what are those games called on the playing the handhelds? Uh, You're talking about the. Uh... Uh, that the, like card based games, card battle or something yeah, like that. Yeah. 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 So I mean, like you know, um, you know, like you know, so I mean, Capcom, Capcom, at least Capcom does not go to the well too too much with their too much too, too much with most of their franchises. I mean, because other companies like Konami uh, or like um, uh, or like Ubisoft are much more grievous when it comes mm. to that. But at least you know it. But you know, but, but you know, I'm perfectly okay with it. Like being like a long pause between like uh, a long pause between games and franchises because like you know this helps right. kind of bring up the the interest level, the interest level like them again since. So and then like you know and uh, and yeah. So um, Mega Man Seven has a pretty complicated history, which we'll get into here like, like a little bit. I I actually didn't realize how complicated the history was until I started researching this. But um, you know, it hadn't been too long after uh, after Mega Man Six, like on the uh, um, like on the NES. Mega Man Seven came out in Japan in March 1995, and then it got released in North America in September of that year, and then Europe uh, in November. So um, you know, pretty you know, pretty rapid release because the translations were worked were worked on pretty much simultaneously hmm. uh, back in Japan, so that the games could come out in fairly like in fairly short order. But um, 
Mega Man 7 is interesting because it's a bridgeway game, I think, in many ways. Uh, just like how Final Fantasy IV is kind of like a bridgeway between the NES and Super NES, Mega Man 7, I feel, is kind of a bridgeway game between the NES and Super NES and, like, um, you know, and like later games in the series to come because the game does feel very, the game does feel very NES-ish, uh, uh, ish, uh, like in a lot of ways. Um, but there's also there's also characters and ideas and elements that we, elements that that, that first use in this game that will be show up in later games, which is you know you know such as the shop that you just mentioned. Mm. So, um, but in Mega Man Eight, uh, George and I covered that in PlayStation Power like several years ago. So if anyone wants to hear us, I did deep dive look at that game. Um, it's not a horrible game. It's like you know Mega Man Eight is definitely when I'm least. Mega Man 8 is probably one of my least favorite in the franchise, but it's not a bad game. It's just that the whole presentation of that game is very, like, it's very kind of wonky and bad. But uh, the actual gameplay itself in that game is, like, pretty solid, I think. So, and I love 9 and 10 when they came out, because 9 and 10 uh, uh, definitely felt like throwback games, mm. like the NES days. So, with a few minor conveniences, such as the shop and being able to save... Um, it's supposed to be used the password, the password feature, and whatnot. So, and, and eleven, I'm not played yet, but I do want to play eleven. I'm just waiting for a sale for it, like on Steam. So, so far, eleven um, is actually pretty decent, but um, my skills aren't what they used to be. So, I will openly admit. Yes, well, mine either. <laughs> I'll openly admit that I'm using cheat engines so that uh, I cannot die. Um, but outside of that, there's an interesting mechanic where you can not only slow down time, but also speed it up. And that actually factors into some of the levels, and it's been interesting. Um, and I don't think, uh, what's, his, what's his name, uh, is it Inafune that did these? Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he had a hand in Mega Man 11. I don't think he, uh, yeah, I don't so think he did either. It's quite uh, interesting to see how close that game is to the legacy he built. But it's different enough to where you can tell they wanted to distance themselves from those older games. Right. But, uh, yeah, so. Um, yeah, I only got like six of the Robot Masters down so far, so I can't give a full review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he left Capcom in 2010. So, right, and that's how we got uh, Mighty Number Crap Nine. <laughs> oh yeah, that game was such a that game was such a, uh, a disappointment. Unfortunately, yeah. There have been numerous podcasts and websites already talking about that. Yeah. So, um, I will just say real quick that Mighty Number Nine has one of the games I think has like good idea with poor execution. Yes. So, um, you know, just that um, it's probably. You know, it's probably not the game's fault it was overhyped to such a degree. Right, but, right. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, so the last, yeah, so, and also, um, you know, Inafubi, what did work in the series, but he wasn't quite the famous person that everybody thinks he was with the franchise. Right, right. So, because, because there's always been a very, there's always been, yeah, there's always been a very, like, large, for a large team of Capcom mm -hmm. working on the games. Well, well, most games. Again, uh, again, we'll get into that. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, so, um, Mega Man Seven is um, um, is, is really interesting. It's interesting, like we said before, for like several reasons. Um, it does have, it does have, uh, uh, um, it does have both like throwbacks to older games and the older games on the NES, and also has elements elements which you're going to see later, which you're going to see like later games uh, in the franchise. Uh, the actual gameplay is pretty, it's pretty solid. You know, anybody who 
anybody who played the NES games will know right away what they're doing here with this game because the, the, the basic the basic overall look and feel of the game is the same. And Mega Man operates pretty much pretty, uh, Mega Man operates pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you know, he can yeah, uh, he, he, he can jump, shoot, slide, uh, charge up his shot with Mega Blaster, which is a power added back in Mega Man Four. Um, he has rush that he can um, uh, uh, get power ups, uh, power ups for the three uh, um, you know uh, uh, three different kind of power ups. You can get energy capsules to energy capsules to give you energy. Um, uh, sorry, energy tanks uh, that you can use to be able to get you energy, um, uh, energy like those things. Um, you have, uh, you have a battle against, like, uh, there's, there's eight stages in the game against, like, uh, against, like, eight various robot masters, uh, then you get your classic fight against Dr. Wily, um, you know, like, uh, the, uh, like, you know, there's boss battles, there's secrets to find, uh, and several, there's a series of secrets to find in several stages. This is all, this is all NES familiar for anybody who's played the games before in the, before in the past, but, um, but but yeah, there are there are also at the same time concepts introduced that you're going to see later on your later games. Like for example, the shop, uh, you're able to earn a, uh, a bolt that you can play as you play through the game. And at a certain point in the game, you unlock the ability to be able to access a shop where you can buy things like uh, rush power ups, extra lives, power caps, all that kind of stuff. So that's really helpful. Um, and later games in the same franchise also they also make good use of that. Um, there's also uh, there's also there's also certain uh, gameplay aspects uh, such as like you know um, uh, such as like you know such as like you know such as like some like Mega Man's uh, uh, power up power up attacks with like Rush or whatnot that also show up uh, like later games like in the franchise. So actually, be fair, the shop did originally turn up or turn up in the Game Boy Mega Man games, but how many people like play those games? I really don't know how people like notice that. <laughs> mm. Uh, which is which is a shame because the Mega Man the Mega Man Game Boy games actually like, I mean actually like pretty sure pretty solid but you know, the shop was the shop was definitely introduced in a later degree in, uh, um, you know like in the games that come for sure definitely so um, and you have like like uh, uh, and this game also features a lot of like old like, like old and familiar uh, characters uh, characters in the game you have like um, you have Dr Wily of course you also have a um, uh, Doctor Light his creator uh, role uh, like his assistants. Uh, you also you also have Proto Man shows up every now and then, um, and then you also have a uh, 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 you also have a uh, oh what's the guy's name oh Otto yes so uh, who, um, uh, who also was who was new to this game also I think as well yeah this and is his introduction game. yeah yep and also uh, and also and also and also, and also like news here uh, are Bass and Treble. Uh, Bass is a robot, very similar to Mega Man in many ways, and Treble is like uh, the kind of part of Rush. Yeah. So, Bass and Treble, uh, into, which goes with the yeah. whole rock and roll situation yes. with Mega Man <laughs> and uh, his quote unquote sister. So. Yes, exactly. So, yep. Yeah, so, and Bass and Treble do show up in later games as well too. So, um, and also, and also, kind of surprising, and also kind of reflective of what was happening in Mega Man Eight. There actually is a pretty deep plot of this game, uh, which is just something Mega Man's games really did not have because. <laughs> The, the plot, the plot, the plot thing in this game was always kind of like, the, um, it was always like you know pretty basic. It's like you know it always, the actual nuances and the and the event and the events change from game to game. But the overall, I mean, but the overall general idea in the first six Mega Man games is always like, okay, Doctor Wily's built some robot masters. He's causing trouble. We have to go like stop the uh, stop him again. So I'm sorry, Mega um, Man is borderline psychotic in this game. <laughs> there is so much story. Um, yes. I was surprised at how much story there was, and of course, I was too. Yeah, because it's been a long time. Uh, it's a place to play this. Like I if said, you guys so, know me, but... I'm not 
I'm, sometimes I'm big on story, sometimes I'm not. I fast forward through every single talking section in this game because it just got way too long. Um, but I also I think it works pretty well in this game compared to like Mega Man Eight, which is like oh, uh, I don't even want to talk about that. Uh. But <laughs> yes, this is better than Mega Man Eight. But anyways, <laughs> I found it very interesting that like right off the bat, like you know, base is like. He's like, I'm your friend, and then like he does the double cross, like of course he does. Yeah. But then like, yeah. Soon after, he's like, I'm your friend, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, yeah. like come on, you're killing me. And then you know, like, Mega Man, literally, I, breaks at the end. Like he is going to kill Doctor Wily. He's legit going to shoot Doctor Wily in the face until Base <laughs> shows up. So. Um, you know, it is what it is. I did, I do have to admit, I've always loved, uh, Treble's design. I think he's a pretty yes. cool looking dog compared to Rush. Um. Kind of reminds me of like a, yeah, yeah, it kind of reminds me of like what, like if Sonic would look like crossing a dog. Yes, yes. As far as Very true. As far as I say, but, yeah, Proto Man looks pretty cool in this game too, I thought. Yeah, I mean, so, Proto Man's you know, always like, kind of look cool, to be yeah, fair. Um. And I like Bass's design as well, but um, yes. And I'm sure at some point we'll get to it on this podcast. But there is a Japanese-only uh, Rockman and Bass uh, game where you can play as either Rockman or Bass through the yes. game. Um, and I have played that, and uh, like I said, I'm sure at some point we'll we'll cover that. But um, there's a little bit of that here in this game, which we have for uh, like we we'll get here. Uh, yeah. Uh, which we'll get into to later on, but yeah. So, um, so you know, just to, it's, it's it's interesting to see what yeah. they introduced and what they didn't. And like Guts Man shows up for no reason. Like, I mean, he shows yeah. up for a reason, but it's one of those. That's one of those throwback moments where I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. There's several, <laughs> there's several cameos, throwbacks to older games, the older games franchise yeah. here. But, uh, but yeah. So just to just to just to summarize the plot of this game, like real quickly here, just so we're kind of on the same page with everybody who's listening to the podcast. The game actually is a direct sequel to Mega Man Six. Six, like, uh, you know, sort of, you know, which I've, uh, which I like forgot about. Yeah. So uh, Doctor Wildly had a backup plan in case he got caught again, because of course he got caught again. But um, four robot masters were sleeping for a while, and then after six months had passed without being heard. Like with being contacted by contacted by Doctor Doctor Wiley, they activate, start causing, start 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 causing trouble because at first the first thing the game opens up, you only see four robot masters. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking, okay, well that's it, but um, but no, you actually have to go through the first the first four the first four robot masters to beat them before the uh, defeat them before the next four show mm-hmm. up. So um, I have experience about that. I kind of like seeing all the over. Uh, um, so I kind of like seeing all the robot masters, the robot masters, the start to begin with, because uh, uh, because I think it's more cool that way and gives you more like variety. Yeah. Uh, like on the other hand, though, Mega Man's always been about like trying to find the right weapon to defeat the so defeat the right robot master. Right. So and having and having and, and having them introduced four times, opposed to time, makes that process makes that process like a bit easier. Yeah. But. Um, also, this game gives you the ability to buy an item in the shop. It allows you to quit stages like any time you want to as well, mm-hmm. too. So it's also, you know, it's also like a nice feature. So, um, but yes, uh, during the, you know, but you know, uh, during the during the fights, you run into uh, uh, Bass and Treble who first say they're helping you, and, and then later on, 
Like later on, after they get damaged and send them to and send them off to Dr. Light's lab, you, you find out they actually betrayed you and they they they're so power ups. So then you have to go through Dr. Wilder's Dr. Wilder's castle again, as a typical Mega Man game, and defeat a bunch of additional additional masters to finally to finally defeat Bass and Treble. They leave you alone and then you go up against like uh, Dr. Wily. And yes, this time. How Mega Man reacts differs in the Japanese version of the game compared to the U.S. version. We'll get into that later on. But, uh, yeah, Mega Man definitely, definitely, definitely does almost snap here. So, <laughs> um, but it's actually, it's actually, it's actually Bass and Treble who rescued, who rescued Dr. Wily and set things up for later games in the franchise. Right. So, um, so, yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting, yeah, it's an interesting game in the series, both because it's, uh, 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 to both because of its more complicated story, and also because of how it definitely is a bit more darker, I think, than previous games in the franchise because of, uh, uh, because of all that yeah. stuff. So, but the, um, um, so uh, there are like there are like there are a whole bunch of new gameplay elements in this game as you touched upon like earlier. Um, so um, you have once again you have Rush your dog who can who can be powered up to, to do various things. One unique feature of this game is it plays a flies rush search, search which allows you to which allows you to rush to dig up various items, uh, which, um, which can be handy um, can be handy sometimes. Um, if you also find uh, the the letters that spell rush in four different stages of the game, which mm. are hidden letters, uh, that also gives you that also give you access to the rush super adapter, uh, which is a combination of two elements that were uh, that, that produced that produced in the previous game, the game six, uh, that give you. Uh, they give you both a both a powerful rocket a rocket arm attack and also jetpack for flying short distances, which is pretty cool. So, um, and uh, there's also um, uh, there's also the there's also the ability to be able to get oh yeah I forgot to mention uh, another character from past games Beat shows up mm. uh, the robot bird uh, who's also who, you also you also like get to help you and Proto Man as I mentioned before also like also does make cameos uh, cameos like in this game as well so. Um, as usual, for, as usual, like the Mega Man games, there was a contest held in Japan uh, from fans to submit their ideas for like new Rubmasters, and so the eight winner, um, so the eight that contest made in this game. So, um, you know, it's pretty cool that they do that. Too bad the contest legit, um, you know, Japan only. Mm. So, I'm sure many kids, I mean, I'm sure many kids, during, during many kids during the eighties, nineties, when Mega Man was at the peak of popularity, definitely spent time doodling and like coming up with new ideas like Rubmasters. So. Yeah. Uh, I give Capcom credit for having like open door contests like that. So, um, so yeah. So the enemies in this game are uh, the robot masters of the game have okay names. They're not, um, you know, they're not quite as corny as like other robot master master games, past games. You have Freaks Man, Junk Man, Bust Man, sorry, Burst Man, Cloud Man, Spring Man, Slash Man, Shade Man, and Turbo Man uh, are the main robot. The main robot Turbo Man. Remember that movie? So, um, <laughs> so. Let's talk about actual gameplay. Uh, Joe, what was your impression of the gameplay going into this game? I wasn't surprised. So, like, it's it's Mega Man. Um, and I obviously forgot what Mega Man was when I first picked it up. Because um, the very first little, like, steamroller type enemy that you come across, like, for some reason kept right, killing yeah. me. And I couldn't figure <laughs> out, like, why. <laughs> Come to find out, it's just because I suck at the game. Because um, <laughs> I eventually got past him. But um, also, like, so 
the way I have it described in my notes is it looks like Mega Man from the 8-bit era, just obviously upgraded to a 16-bit. And the sprites are really big, so that takes some time to get used to because it kind of makes Mega Man, to me, when I was playing, it made Mega Man feel heavier than he was in the past. And that kind of got me with the whole platforming thing. It took some time for me to get used to the platforming elements more than anything else. Um, also, for some reason, totally forgot that you could, you know, charge your shot because, you know, that's not a Mega Man staple or anything. So, <laughs> so the first, like, at least the first playthrough, um, or at least my first attempt to play through, um, was a little rough, but, um, you know, once you, you know, get it down and you, you figure out the rhythm of the game, you know how it goes. It's Mega Man, man. Like, once you get that first Robot Master, and you, you beat him, you acquire his weapon, and then you find out, like, what Robot Master's the weakness to that weapon, it gets so much easier. And it's just a matter of getting through those levels. And, uh, I, I felt that the gameplay was pretty good, and it lived up to Mega Man, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a pretty good summary. Um, yeah, I... I agree with most of that. Uh, first of all, you do have the ability to revisit the stages, the stages like this game, uh, which is a nice thing too, because you know there are like like your hit items and stuff that you could find in the previous in the previous stages. So, um, but uh, yeah, so um, y you mentioned you you mentioned this being like kind of like that making it kind of out stiff to you. Um, I probably had the same experience overall, but I would kind of summarize it to uh, summarize it in my mind for a different reason. Okay, I think that because. The graphics, you know, you know, don't get me wrong. The graphics in this game do look great. The sprites, the sprites are large, colorful, detailed. They're very nice looking uh, uh, sprites. Yeah. You know, the graphics in this game are very nice. However, however, because they are so big, to me, they can felt claustrophobic. Mm. Um, you know, the, 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 the stages felt very cramped because of that. And I think because of that crampness, there were definitely issues. There were definitely there were definitely issues with trying to maneuver around, avoid enemies, that kind of stuff. So, I think you and I ran into the same problem. We just came to the problem from different. Yeah, areas. and I, I mean, like levels like uh, Springman's level, where you're just getting bounced around everywhere. Um, mm, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I was able to tackle that level without too much of an issue because there is Balloon Man in Mega Man Eleven, and the object of that level to be able to get the balloon man is to obviously be able to bounce off these balloons and use that momentum and get around so that's what i had been playing the week before and then getting right into this it was like oh this totally would have given me an issue if i hadn't just played this you know what i mean in, in this other game right, like right, you know right. i was yeah. acclimated to the movement of mega man and how he was going to react and i you know, could predict, like, okay, well, if I was a designer and I'm in this momentum shift, like, where am I going to put an enemy sort of thing? So it helped me understand yeah. a little bit more of what was going on, and I wasn't too surprised. Thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like... Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean. I mean. I mean. I mean. Like I, I mean, like said before, the gameplay in this game is pretty solid. If you played a Mega Man game from the past, you'll know what to do in this game fairly right. quickly. As long as you remember, mm -hmm. as long as you, as long as you, as long as you don't forget, like Joe did, that you actually can do things like slide and, and jump right. shot. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, uh, and sorry, charge shot. So, um, but any, any, and of course, there's always the, the and of course, there's always a secret. There's always a secret about trying to figure out which weapon works best against mm -hmm. which boss. So, um, um. 
Actually, actually, I was actually, I, actually, I was just writing about this. Mega Man looks very similar in this game to how it does Mega Man 8. So, yeah. uh, yep. the, the, the graphics in this game are very close to how, the graphics in the game like, are very close to what, they're, they're very close to what Mega Man 8 looks like. Yeah, this. in my opinion, uh, like, Saturn, Mega Man uh, 8 isn't, like, this technical marvel over Mega Man 7. They took the same no. idea. They were just like, oh, we can put it on a CD so we can put more information so we can do like more detailed backgrounds mm-hmm. while we have stuff going on in the foreground. That was basically all I really saw Mega Man 8 do. Like what? I could see like see so you and I have issues with Mega Man 8 as far as the story goes and whatever else. And most of the community does. Um I've also heard complaints from the community that, you know, 8 just wasn't what you'd expect as a quote-unquote sequel. And I can see it now, after playing 7. Like, from 7 to 8, there is almost no change graphically. It's almost the same thing. It's just a slight bit clearer pixel. Because, you know, now you got the pixel art's a little bit bigger. You can actually do a little bit more with it. But outside of that, I mean, these are essentially... I, I hate to say the same game, but I mean, essentially, that's what it looks like. You know what I mean? Um... There was one other thing I noticed here with this game, as far as the, uh, um, as far as the gameplay goes, and I don't really know if it's. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the original game had to say, have this issue, or if it's more of an issue that cropped up and cropped up because of emulation or emulation of the game being released in some of the collections that have been, that have been available like over the years. I'm curious to hear if you have the same problem, Joe. Um, the controls, the controls felt a bit laggy to me at times. So, um, I of course was playing this with emulation on my computer. And I didn't so much feel like there was a bit of lag. This goes back to what I was saying, where, like, it felt like Mega Man weighed more than he had in the past. So when I jump with him, like, he kind of floated a little bit in the NES games. You don't really get that here. He doesn't really float. He kind of sinks like a rock. So, uh, I think that's wh- where you're coming, you know, with this, you know, it feels different. It does. It very much feels different. And I think it's something that they fine-tuned for Mega Man 8 and so on and so forth. Um, right, yeah. This was definitely, you know, okay, this is, you know, uh, the first game for the Super Nintendo. We're going to go with it. And it's literally just an upgrade from the 8-bit renditions that we've had. Mm-hmm, and right. that's not a bad thing. Um, they did their job, you know what I mean? But I really think, right. and you might agree, I don't know if you've covered any of the games here on the podcast yet, but um, I really feel like the X Games is where Capcom was putting the time and effort mm-hmm. on this yeah, system. Yeah. I, Mega yeah. Man 7, I think, was a quick cash grab, like you said, to transition from the 8-bit to the 16-bit. And then it was supposed to be, that's it. Mega Man 7 is the end. He's cracked. He's going to kill freaking Wily, which is bananas. <laughs> and, you know, he gets saved by, you know, Basin Treble. And then, like, pretty much from here on out, we get the X series. Like, there's nothing else, you know, until, like, PlayStation, and then you get Mega Man 8. But, like, yeah. there was no, you know, from, like, you know, whenever to whenever. Like, there was no thought of what are we going to do. With Mega Man, it was right. just okay. Yeah. This is Mega Man now in the X universe, and this is where we're going. This is the new direction, and you know, we'll tackle those at some point. 
So definitely is true to that. Yes, definitely is some truth to that. Uh, this game does have very uh, uh, this game does have very interesting development history, which we'll cover here in um, you know, just a minute. But um, but you know, having said all that, uh, there are you know you know there are a lot of things out there. You know, there are a lot of nice touches in, the, in this game that I like. That and I like that I think that they, that they, um, you know that they carry over from the previous games very well. For example, um, Mega Man games have always had a very good variety of variety of enemies and attacks. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you, um, you, you, you know, compared to some franchises like Castlevania, um, or some of the franchise that does this a lot. Um, hell, like even Mario, I'd probably say, they, a lot of enemies and a lot of enemies and backgrounds in those areas feel like rehashes. Oh, absolutely, uh, like especially games. in Mario. <laughs> but the Mega Man games, they tend to not do that as much. You know, Lugs enemies are unique. They give you like. Um, you know, like the, um, you know that uh, you know, like you have the ice, the ice cats attacking with like mm -hmm. icebergs that they create and throw at you. Uh, the dinosaurs that are freaking huge. Like, um, uh, you know, the end. You know, this game, this game bubbles with the same exciting, interesting enemies and their attacks and, and, and whatnot that the previous Mega Man games also had. So that's always like fun to go through. Because each game, each stage, you can't approach each stage the same way. Like you can, for example, like Castlevania or a Mega Man game. Uh, I'm sorry, or, or a Mario game. You have to. Each stage, each stage in this game is different enough, like it is in most Mega Man games, that you have to approach you know to approach each stage a different way. Right. You, um, play to come at it with a different mindset. You have to use different weapons. You know, you can experiments. You experiments. Um, experiments. See what goes to, to what goes to what to, to experiments. See what works best. Um, the bigger sprites mean that the bigger sprites mean that you're the bigger sprites mean you um, mean this game is your target, which I think is making this game right. like a bit more difficult, like in that sense. Um, you know, however, I do appreciate the fact how the same, the game, the, 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 the um, you know, the same solid game plays here. Whether, um, what, what, um, I said solid. I, 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 um, I didn't necessarily say enjoyable. Whether not enjoy it or not, <laughs> right. it's a fun experience with the Mega Man games. Some people love this, some people hate this. But, you know, like, that's why I said, if you like the, you, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I said earlier. If you like the NES Mega Man games, there's more of the same here, which is both good and bad. Which, so, by the what, um, by the way, that snow cat that you mentioned, that has to be the most underpaid character in the entire game because he <laughs> looks like he does not care a damn about what you're doing. And he just summons a piece of ice, lightly bats it at you, and it's, you know, like, it was kind of funny when I got to him, because at first I was like, ah, I was like... Well, he's a cat. Right, right. No, I like, get the compare, you know, what they're doing, the, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like, when does a cat do... Yeah, like, when does a cat do... Um, when does a cat, like, just like something much effort under... Oh, like anything I don't know. Wrong, I just so, expected but... to be jumping at me or whatever, but it was literally <laughs> just sitting there like it was batting a piece of yarn. I was just like, oh. But, um, like, the first yeah. couple times it hit me, I was disappointed with myself. <laughs> yeah. There's also some, yeah, there's also some very... Yeah, there's also some very cool shout-outs to some of the older games of the series, mm. too, here, as far as the graphics, graphics gameplay goes. For example, did you notice the robot museum in Dr. Wild's Castle? I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, nice yeah. touch. So, um... But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, so uh, there's some very cool aspects here, uh, like, like, like as far as the gameplay goes, as far as as far as, as, far as, as, far as that goes. Um, difficulty of this game, um, I'd probably say it's about middle of the road for Mega Man games, as far as as far as this goes. I definitely, like in my personal opinion, I think that two and three are probably the easiest games in the franchise. Um, you know, having said that, I understand those games are so difficult, but at least to me, two and three were games I could, um, you know, I could beat routinely. 
Kingdom with one life as a kid. So I think that two and three are probably are for, they're, they're for the easiest games in the franchise. Um, I'd say this difficulty is right about. Uh, um, um, I'd say this difficulty is right up. This difficulty is right about. Um, is right about there with like you know Mega Man six and five probably as far as as, as far as difficulty. I thought that Mega Man one and four were definitely harder games. Nine and ten are definitely harder games than this is uh, by a long shot. Um, I think eight's a bit easier than this game is though. Um, you know, as well as like, uh, as well as two and three. So I thought, so I thought moderate, moderate difficulty here of this game. Plus, also, you know, you can also, you know, if you want to, if you want to, you can also just grind a little bit. Uh, you know, get bolts and buy stuff at the shop to help you out yeah. too. So, uh, which helps, which helps a great deal. So also the fact that uh, also this game has password system like a password system like some of the previous Mega Man games do. Uh, Mega Man, the original Mega Man did not did Mega original Mega Man did not have password system, which sucks. Uh, every game since two ever has the password mm -hmm. system like really helps. So, um, but yeah, anyway, that's anyway. I don't know how many. Yeah, so I think you play. Um, so I so I, uh, so, uh, so I don't know if you played all. Um, so I don't know if you played if you played all eleven Mega Man games, Joe. But you know, the, but, but you know, like I said, I think this game is like moderate difficulty in the series as far as this one goes. So, so yeah, I found so this one to be a little easier. Um, then it's definitely the newer ones for sure. Um, but, um, for the most part, like, I don't know, maybe you found this as well, but I felt like some of the robot masters were pretty easy. And then there were others that would give me a bit of a challenge. Um, but most of all that last fight with Wiley, like, I'm not lying to you guys. <laughs> like I had to, like, I did really good. Up until I got to Wiley's last stage, where he's flying around in the capsule, um, and I died, and I died, and I died, and I said, "You know what?" I was like, "I'm I'm putting infinite life in because that's at least what I need, at least that because I'm gonna, you know, I'm this far. I'm going to see the end of the game." And uh, that capsule part, man, like I like it was either like there was like what. It was like a green, blue, and then there's like a yellow bolt or something that he shoots at you. And it's like the red right. one burns you, the blue one freezes you. And like, of all things, like you want to get hit by the yellow bolt because that one's going to take a little bit of life where the other ones are pretty devastating. So it was like right. jumping and trying to maneuver, but yet, there's, you know, it's like hitting the right box on Wily to be able to damage him. And he just flies around, um, sometimes in places that you can't even reach, which is really infuriating because he shoots his little bolts out, and then if you avoid those, he gets real mad and drops three or four bolts to the ground, and then you gotta avoid those as well. Like, it's... I don't know. There as far a, as final... There is a pattern. As far as final yeah. bosses go, this was probably the most frustrating situation I had ever been in. Um, I, I could not believe it. Like I was having fun with the game overall and I still give it a fun overall rating, but this final boss fight is such a pain that I almost wanted to just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm done. I, I'm not going to see the end. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah. So, um, I agree with you for the most part there. The programmers, the programmers even admitted that they made that fuck. I mean, they made that fight purposely very difficult. We had to, uh, you know, 
they thought you had to they thought you had to actually use uh, energy tank to get through to get through that fight at least one energy tank now having said that there's a um uh, uh there's several playthroughs of the other game online that people have gotten through that final fight without probably using right. one but i think that most people me and you included definitely are gonna have to use to use one but the programmers themselves admitted they've they, they, they made that fight difficult perhaps perhaps too difficult right. um there is a there is a pattern like a like in most Mega Man boss fights that um you know that you can learn, but yes, it is a very difficult fight. I still think I, I did so I don't know if you played this yourself, Joe. I, I still think that the actual that the actual um Rockman fight in Mega Man One is harder. Yeah. Because that guy that guy f that guy because he's impossible. Yeah, but, you're you're talking about um, the yellow guy, right? Yeah. Yes, the yellow yeah. man. The, uh, the, the devil, devil the devil um, man or whatever he is. The, the devil man yeah. is also called yeah, yeah so. That's a harder fight to right. me personally. Right. But having said that, having said that, having said that though, yes, it's, yes, it's a very like, tough. But fight. that's exactly what so. this fight reminded me of. Like I was like, oh my god, like it's the frustration. And like to be fair, like as a kid, like if I didn't have you know like three games to choose from, and I had to play Mega Man over and over again, I probably would have, at, even at a young age, been like, oh screw this and forget the franchise. But <laughs> when you're stuck with you know three games. And, you know, that's all you have for your NES. Like, you're going to play Mega Man until you beat it, let's be fair. So, yes, the, the Yellow right. Devil is a pain, but you learn. And same thing with Wily. I think if I played this game numerous times and got to the end numerous times, I'd eventually get better, and I'd eventually not need to worry about it too much. And I think, yeah. you know, even three, four, five playthroughs down the line, I'm still going to have to use an energy tank, but I wouldn't have to use the Game Genie. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, there are also, there are also various, like, various cheat codes and, 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 and tips and secrets that you can also use in this game, too, but too beyond right. that, which we'll get in here. Right. Um, you, uh, you know, which we'll get in here um, like, you know, toward the end. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it is, it is curious, it is curious that Team decided to make such a, like, a difficult you know, difficult boss fight there, like toward the end of the game, uh, for sure. But um, you know, definitely the challenge. Um, but anyway, um, but uh, yeah. So um, the actual, the actual, like I said before, the actual videos on YouTube I mentioned. The good players, they can go through the whole game. The whole game. If you know what you're doing, you can go through the whole game like about like an hour and a half to two hours. So um, the speed on this game is like an hour and fifteen minutes. That's crazy. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, like, it's not. But like most games, if you know what you're doing and you're good at it, it's not overly long. Right, right, so, right. Um, but the, uh, but yeah. So um, uh, the music in this game, the Mega Man games usually, Mega Man games usually are known for the music. Um, and, um, and so why I would say the soundtrack is not as good as some of the favorites of the franchise. It, um, this, you know, this game still has like a very solid soundtrack to it. Um, you know, it is very, it is very Mega Man-ish sounding. The music sounds good in Super NES. Um, I loved how there was like throwbacks and remixes to previous mm -hmm. to previous music in Mega Man games. Um, they even had in one stage. Did you catch this, Joe? I read about this part. One of the stages, the one of the stages music, like even like a remix from Ghost and Goblins. I did not notice that. Yes, nice. it was the. Uh, oh, it was the uh, like it was the zombie, the the, the robot zombie. Oh, okay, stage, yep. uh, Shade Man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm listening to that going like that. That's the main thing for Ghost and Goblins. <laughs> <laughs> So Capcom ripped off the so, so Capcom ripped off ripped off a song from one of their other yeah. franchises to stick in this franchise. So weird, but um, 
I I'll I'll add to to that. Um, I thought the music was fantastic. Um, I really enjoyed the music, um, and I felt felt it was at least par with you know previous com- compositions from previous uh, Mega Man games. Um, obviously, it's not going to touch anything that we've had since. Um, so that I didn't even look at that aspect of it. I looked at it as you know comparing the last six Mega Man games. Um, the thing that really struck me was I really felt like, and maybe you'll agree, maybe you won't, but I felt like the music was ripped from an RPG more than it was a Mega Man game. Like it just, it sounded orchestral and it, it felt larger than it needed to be. Um, and those things are great. Like, it makes me just want to play the game even more. Um, it was just surprising that, you know, coming out of, you know, the 8-bit era, here we are in the 16-bit, and they're just like, hey, you know what, let's throw some, you know, tunes in there that really sound fantastic and really stretch the, uh, you know, the possibilities of the SNES sound chip. Mm, right, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, oh, oh, one, oh, one last one. Oh, one last little thing I wanted to comment on about the graphics here we moved on. Um, were you as disturbed as I was by that animation, the animation that happens when Mega Man gets sucked into the robot shop? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's worse things out there. It was like, it was like what the yeah. heck's going on here yeah. with this? But <laughs> I will not tell you what I thought when I first saw that, but I'm like, okay, that's not very good. <laughs> Moving on, but uh, but yeah, that was a very weird effect for sure. I mean, well, well, whatever. So, but uh, yeah, so um, development, development of this game is actually like the development of the game is actually fairly interesting. I um and and I didn't actually know about any of this stuff until I actually like doing research research on this game. Uh, as I mentioned before, Mega Man Seven came out in 1995. Uh, it hadn't been that long since Mega Man Six. Uh, Mega Man 6 came out originally in Japan in, 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 uh, Japan in, in, in late 1993 with a uh, Flight of North American release in 1994. So I've been, uh, I mean, it's been like, you know, like three years, basically, uh, basically the kind of like Japan. But, and, uh, and Mega Man X had come out, had come out with Super NES the previous year, the previous year of like 94. So, and Mega Man X was a huge hit. Everybody loved the game. It was a smash, there was a smash success for Capcom, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So... Um, you know, so the game actually like you know very well, but uh, um, but anyway, so uh, but even though the game did very very well, uh, the, the game the gameplay for the Mega Man X was so was different enough that there was that there was some pressure both both within and outside of Capcom to make a game more like the original Mega Man games and not the Mega Man X formula. They they, they were. Uh, but Capcom was also something that Capcom already had already had a, a, a large team dedicated to making to, to, to make the next Mega Man X game, Mega Man X Two, and, they, and, and so Capcom was finally like, okay, if you guys want to do this game, uh, you know, we'll allow you to do that. Uh, you know, however, um, however, it was a very it was a very rushed development cycle and a very like limited limited team size uh, because of the because even because even company like Capcom. They only had so much money, so much money, so much effort that they could use to devote like into their games. So they're like, okay, if you guys want to do a Mega Man Seven game, we'll allow you to do that. However, um, the game, the game's development was under some severe constraints. Um, so, um, 
so, so, uh, Flex, so, Flex, let me ask you, Joe, if you thought that, uh, what would you, what would you say probably the development, the development time that Capcom's team spent working on this game was, yeah, like, was in Japan? How long do you think the game, the, the game, keeping in mind that the average length of development of Super NES game, the time period was, the time period was about maybe like, you know, like, you know, six to 12 months, or sometimes, sometimes even longer, <laughs> like two or three years. How long do you think Capcom took to develop this game? I heard three months. Three months for seven yeah. people? Yeah, isn't that crazy? It, it, it's insane, <laughs> man. Like, you know, um, this game, this game, this game, is, this game is no right being as good as it is, considering that development Yeah, cycle. so, like, um, I got stuck um, with um, the whole shop thing. I actually found when I was looking up a review for this game. Um, and that was one of the first things they mentioned is that this game had a three-month development time, and I was like, no, 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 no. There's no way, no <laughs> way this game took three months. And I even put it in my notes, like, some of the things that we talked about, like the way the, uh, the, way the Mega Man feels and everything else, some of the designs, like the Lazy Cat, Wily, um, being super difficult, I felt like was indicative of a rushed game and that was my impression which is when i found out it took three months um i no longer feel like yes it, it was a rushed game but i don't feel that way i'm actually impressed that they finished this game yes in three months <laughs> yeah 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 and some people on the team which like most games of the time period usually have like you know like you know anywhere from like you know 12 to maybe like 50 people right, working right. on it so but yeah, uh, um, so like, like the interviews, the team, the interviews, the team has said you know that they didn't mind the open the bone cycle being rushed that much. They felt that it's, um, you know, the, um, you know, they felt that uh, they felt that is typical of a crunch project. They brought everybody close together. Um, you know, they enjoyed working on it at the end. Uh, you know, in the end, it's going to be a positive experience. Right, right. Um, but you know, so but yeah, so like you know when. They, so, so whenever you have a game, the a game that comes together, a game the game comes together that fast, um, you know, there's a reason. There's a reason why someone of this game feels recycled from previous Mega Man games because I'm sure a lot right, of right, was, right. you know, you, you know, just because of, like you know time constraints. Mm -hmm. So, um, so here's another, so, like, there's another, like, there's another example like about the tight, um, you know, tight time timeline. So, um, one of the ideas the team had was they wanted to include a hidden boss battle uh, mode in this game. Hmm. Um, who, so, um, so when they talk about themselves, they then discuss the matter privately, privately with the game's playtester, uh, the game's one playtester, by the <laughs> way, um, <laughs> um, to see what, um, see what's possible to be able to include that. So eventually, so eventually, so eventually the team got this, so eventually the team got the, the, the team got the approval from Capcom to include the, to include this mode, the, the, the boss battle mode, on the conditions that Mega Man and Bass be the only playable characters, characters like the mode had to have no bugs. Mm. This, this, this decision, this decision was, was was made by the way, with a week before the game was going to beta stage. <laughs> so, um, so they slept it. Like the team rushed together, like the, like the team slapped together uh, the boss, the, the boss battle mode in just two days, um, and included it. Included it. However, possibly, possibly because of fear, possibly because of the fact that they knew it wasn't like very playtested, it, you can only access this hidden boss battle, uh, this hidden boss battle mode, by, by using mm. a password. So, um, and we are, and so we are talked about, uh, and so we already mentioned that the 
that the team made the final boss very very difficult. Right. We made it, we already mentioned we already mentioned that the Japanese the Japanese overseas versions of the version of this game they're going to develop simultaneously. Um, part of the reason, like so, uh, like another factor uh, uh, and consequence uh, the, the fact that the fact that Japanese and the American versions worked on simultaneously, when usually the Japanese version developed first and the American version developed mm -hmm. from it. Is that because that, because that again in order again because of time constraints the the English the translate the English version of translation of this game has a lot less dialogue in the, in the game than the Japanese the Japanese mm. version does. Uh, for example, like for example, for example, in the Japanese version, um, whenever you gain um, whenever you gain a new weapon, uh, uh, not only not only do you talk to Doctor Light about it, you also like you also may you also may talk to like. Uh, a roar auto as well, and that was all cut out from the and that was all cut out from the North American version of the game. So uh, there also was some there also was some translation differences made in the game for various reasons. One of the one of the differences which I touched upon previously was that in that final scene when Mega Man almost loses it and shoots and, and, and shoots uh, I'm shooting, uh, I, I'm shooting, you know, shoots Doctor Wily in the North American version of the game he says he's more than a robot. Mm. In the Japanese version of the game he just stands there in silence. So. Um, you know, again, translation differences, but, um, but so, um, and, and, and then, and then as a matter of fact, Capcom North America felt the, North America felt the game was so rushed that they didn't want to publish it at first. Um, you know, so the summer, like, so it was, like the summer 95, when the game was like ready to go out, basically, uh, they made it. Uh, Capcom made the decision for several reasons not to release the uh, originally not to release the game in North America, partly because of the fact that, that partly because of the fact they felt the game was rushed, partly because of the fact that Mega Man was not as popular in North America as it had been in previous years. You know, obviously the heyday, the heyday, get, the heydays of the franchise, the franchise mm. was gone. Um, it probably, it probably never has reclaimed the popularity that it had in the eighties and early nineties between the, uh, uh, like Mega Man one to. Uh, like when the four came out, and were like much loved. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. The franchise is still very popular today, but um, yeah, the, the the series definitely was popular, uh, popular even during the Mega Man X heydays. Uh, it's probably was during the NES days. So, um, and another reason the Capcom of America didn't publish the game was because that they had um, the previous year Capcom had badly underestimated, badly underestimated uh, the demand for their games, and as a result, there was a glut of the Capcom carts available for several of their games they released back mm. in 1994. So uh, they were kind of so they were like, well, this could be a financial loss for us if we release the game if we release the game here in North America. Eventually, however, Capcom relented. Um, uh, relented uh, they relented, relented to negative criticism and comments from the fans that the, the fans of the franchise really wanted the game or released the game. However, Capcom hedged, however, Capcom hedged its bets because of the popularity announced because of the because like I said that they, they said that they, that they said that they had overestimated uh, supply in past years by, uh, by doing a very small print run of this game. And unfortunately, Capcom guessed wrong again <laughs> because the print run was not big enough to meet demand for the game. And as a result, as a result, this this game and its version is very very rare and very expensive to get your hands on today, which we'll talk about here toward the price and toward the end. So uh, they got burned in both ends, unfortunately. <laughs> so um, yeah, so very, but yeah, so despite that, yeah, so yeah, so despite all that. Um, the game did moderately well when it came out here in the states. Um, you know, got like you know, like I got moderately, uh, moderately good marks in the magazines. Um, the reviewers complained about the, the, the reviewers complained about many of the same things that, 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 that you know that we, were, you know, that we were talked about. 
um, and, and people consider, um, you know, a lot of the, um, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the considered the game to be a holdover for the Mega, um, like the next Mega Man X game, which it really was, um, and kind of, um, and lacking in some ways the X series, which again, it kind of is, but you know, there's, but you know, like Mega Man and Mega Man X are two different, to, to, were really two, to really two, 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 two different franchises, so, um, the actual the actual uh, game ranking score for this like this game aggravator from everything all uh, together it, um, like it's you know like you know it's like directed to seventy to seventy percent or or seven mm. out of ten so uh, you know not bad I, you know I kind of agree with that rating personally so um, EGM gave a seven point four out of ten Game Informer gave a seven out of ten Game Pro gave a three point seven five out of five. Next Generation gave a 3 out of 5. Nintendo Power gave a 3.4 out of 5. Um, you know, respectable moderate scores. So, um, and most, you know, most modern games, um, mo- uh, sorry, most modern gamers kind of feel the same way like with the game that the people did back in the mm-hmm. day as well, too. So, um, it's a good thing. So, uh, offsetting the very expensive uh, cost, of, the, the very expensive cost of this game in original card form, the fact this game is really, the fact that luckily for us this game has this game has been released five times since <laughs> You're it right. came out. So uh, uh, you know, luckily for us, because it is a Mega Man game and the Mega Man and Mega Man's been Mega Man games have been released numerous times over the years. So uh, the first release was a very special the first release was a very special Nintendo Power uh, Nintendo Power Super Famicom release. Uh, I mean like in Japan. So uh, shortly after, um, a, a few years, you know, a few years after its original original debut, the game was included with the Mega Man Anniversary Collection, uh, uh, on the PS2, uh, on the PS2 GameCube and Xbox and Xbox. I, I have that collection. That's yep, a very good I collection. collection. So, um, yeah, that collection had Mega Man One through Eight on it, as well as having, um, as well as having some, you had some bonuses like some unlockables on it, like on the World Two. So, uh, third, the third release was on the Wii U Virtual Console in 2014. The fourth release was on the the fourth release was was on the Nintendo 3DS Virtual Console in, in 2016, and the most recent release of the game is like the Mega Man Legacy Collection 2, uh, which is available on both Steam and Switch. So if like you want the want to want to want to play the game now, uh, that collection is the easiest the, the, the easiest collection and the cheapest collection too to get your hit uh, to get your hands on. I do not have the collection yet, but I do have it on my wish list to buy to pick up mm. at some point as well too. So, but uh, anyway, so um, yeah. So uh, oh, also uh, one last one last interesting tribute tank here. Um, the, the Mega Man series, the series which is called Rockman Japan, usually has like you know the um, you're, uh, usually has these very like elaborate, fancy Japanese uh, Japanese uh, mm-hmm. subtitles. This game's uh, this uh, uh, this game's this game's no exception. Uh, translate it, uh, this game's name in Japan is a Rockman 7 Showdown of Destiny. <laughs> okay, that works. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's pretty much the game, um, but not, the pretty much game nutshell. Um, overall, uh, uh, overall, overall, I like this game. I think it's very moderate, it's a, it's a moderate, it's moderate entry in the field. Not the best game, not the, not the worst game. I think that I, I think this game is better than Mega Man Five, Six, and Eight. I, I don't think it's good as like two, three, um, uh, two, three, nine, or ten, for example. Um, you know, it's a very solid game. It's um, it's it, it, it's basically it's basically what I'm saying. More of the same. If you like the NES games, the Mega Man, but also what's more modern features available available in the game as well, then this game's a very this game's a very nice compromise. Again, 
again, it's a whole one foot in the past, one foot mm. in the future kind of thing going on here. So, uh, it is hard. It's not the hardest game in the franchise, franchise, I think, but it is a very challenging game. And, and like I said, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing, really new, um, you know, there's nothing really new or amazing here. You're not going to have that bonk anime, anime story that Make Me 8 has. You're not going to have the throwback to this nostalgia that Make Me 9 10 have. But, 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 but especially considering the very rushed development cycle this game had, I think it's a very solid, competent game like the franchise and still like pretty fun to play yeah, today. Agreed. So, is there, was there anything you want to say before we move on to uh, cheat codes and eBay pricing, Jeff? No, we pretty much covered everything I had in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so uh, anyway, uh, on to the available cheats in this game. <laughs> there are several. Um, first of all, there's a glitch in the game. Uh, I'm not surprised there's a bug, <laughs> considering, um, you're considering, the, you're considering the rush development cycle, but, 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 you know, but, you know, this is the only major bug, then it's pretty good. Uh, there are ways to instant kill both Turbo Man and Spring Man in the game, <laughs> so, uh, I will not go into that detailed process here, but you can look at the want to, suffice it to say that it does exist. Um... So I mentioned, so I mentioned how Shade Man was kind of unique in the sense that they used a remix of Ghost and Goblins as a default music music in the game. And actually, it actually turns it actually turns out that that was that turns out that was a last minute decision by Capcom to put that music at the museum stage because there's because there's a code, um, sorry, because there's a way to access three different three different other music sound if you three three different other music tracks that get tracks that can play in that they can play on that stage, which kind of which kind of reflects that Capcom kind of made a last minute decision as to what music to stick in that stage. So um, to do that, hi. Um, you highlight his level. Uh, you cannot defeat a shade man for this to work, by the way. And then push and hold the B the B button and push start to to, to start playing it. So um, there's a so there's a way to probably man shield in this game to help you out. Because one of the items. Did you figure this not. out, Joe? Okay. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a yeah there's. Yeah, yeah. There's a way to do that again. I, again, I won't go into again. I won't go into the process here because they've obviously have to go through several stages. But yeah, Pro Man Shield, like, is very handy in this game. Uh, it's, it's, like, it's a very nice way to block away the mm. enemy shots. So, um, and then there's also that code as I mentioned. There's, there's also that password. There's also that password that I mentioned before. Uh, like about to access that uh, access that uh, access that hidden but that, that hidden boss rush versus versus mode mm. that we mentioned that threw it, that threw in the game like two days. So. That's it. That's it. the game by cheats and passwords. So this was not the game uh, where they had uh, you could acquire Ryu's Hadouken. Was no. that <laughs> Mega Man X? I think so. Yes, it's actually it's, it's, it's actually been a while. It's okay. Been a while. I, said, I, said, I, said, I couldn't remember if it was this game or not so. because I remembered that like. It was a game where I had to acquire bolts to buy things, but that doesn't mean that it was necessarily this game because after this game, every game was like that. <laughs> so. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. But anyway, uh, eBay. Uh, <laughs> like, I, like I mentioned before, this is the, the, you know, you small print running combined with like a popular franchise equals high prices for car for, for games. As a matter of fact, so matter of fact, so high prices. That there are, you know, that there are reproductions, reproductions available, available, like available, like this game out there. So, um, which also I did not realize either until the either either um, until I was looking like at eBay, uh, because of course people often with real cards will actually open up mm -hmm. the cart and trade the, um, you know, and trade the board. They, Capcom, Capcom only uses 16k ROM like this game, so 
the fact that this game does have the, the fact that this game does have this pretty graphics and the impressive game, the impressive scrolling gameplay as it does is actually like pretty good because everything everything is crammed everything is crammed to only 16k. I yeah. think they would have you know at least you know I, you know, I, you know, I, I figured they would have used at least 32 or at least 24 like this game. So uh, that is so that is the, so that is like kind of impressive. But anyway, um, it's not. Um, it's it's not super hard to find on eBay. 21, 20, 20 copies, twenty one copies of the game like are currently listed. Just when I look when I look recently, fifty four copies of the game like recently sold. Um, but just that you you know just you paying the you know like you're paying for like a real game. Be prepared to like you know but you know be prepared to yeah be prepared to open up your wallet and make a cry <laughs> unfortunately. But because it's definitely because definitely because definitely definitely one of the most pricey uh, 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 Super NES games. Repo prices, however, are not bad. Um, reproductions of this game are available, and these and most prices include shipping uh, anywhere from fifteen to twenty. Uh, sorry, they anywhere from fifteen to fifty-five dollars. Some, some, some of the prices also include like uh, family boxes as well. So, uh, not bad. So it's not bad pricing. Pricing like you just like you just want a physical physical copy physical physical copy of this game to play. Like before, thank God this game is available in collections because the collections that also helps drive down the price a lot. I'm sure as well too. So. Um, but, but if you know, we want the real thing, here we go. Um, what would you, what would you think, Joe, with like an average ballpark figure for like a, a cart only of like this game, like a run game? Cart only, I would assume probably about 350 to 400. I'm thinking in box is going to run you close to the thousand. Actually, actually, it's actually it's not that actually because the game's so expensive. There's not a lot of difference between like cart and CD, really? uh, which is different than most right. Super NES games. I admit. I think it's because, um, yeah, yo, know, I think it's because that, you know, again, 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 I think it's because of that high price the game already commands mm. anyway. That you know that that's the best reason for it. Um, you, you're pretty accurate as far as the high end of it goes. Cards, the real cards, real cards are sold anywhere from 120 to 395 dollars. Hmm. Um, and CIA copies, again, depending upon condition, they're sold anywhere from 385 to 430. So, not that much more money to pony out to pony out for CIB copy if you can find one. That is because they are harder because you know they don't come up as often right. as it is a cart by itself. But they are out there, and like you know. Um, you know, and for collectors, and, and you know, so if you're, you know, so if you're going to pay out that much money for the game, it's not that much more money to do, money to show to actually to show to actually get to actually get one, like the manual in the box. So that's so yeah, the pricing of this, the pricing of this, like is like pretty interesting. But um, anyway, like I said, thank God this game's available collection. Because, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So fun game, you know, like. Um, Interesting, you know, interesting game. They're very interesting history. So, uh, you know, like I said, you, you know, if you enjoy NES and Mega Man games, it's like more of the same for you. So, um, it's got that going in mm -hmm. its favor for sure. But anyway, um, anyway, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, you can always reach, you can always reach us on our Facebook page. You can also send me an email if you want to. The email is the SNES Podcast Yahoo.com. Uh, Joe, where can they reach you at? You can reach me on Facebook. Uh, it's very public and open. And then also on uh, Twitter at J-O-E-S-U-X-3-0. And I also want to plug our website on Facebook. Uh, we've had quite a few new members join the group, which is fantastic. And I want to see yes, that indeed. continue so. to grow. So um, feel free. I put a post up uh, thanking our new members. And I want to acknowledge them here as well. 
and uh you know please send us emails please give us feedback um <laughs> eventually um greg and i will end up doing like a q a show or something along those lines and we will talk about that yeah, stuff so we pack the... <clears throat> yeah i do have some feedback yeah i yeah i do have some feedback i'm sitting on and just like you know trying to find a good time yeah. to actually do it so uh we'll do a special episode coming up uh you coming up here pretty soon to cover yeah. all that i think but um you know um as a matter of fact um there's no as a matter of fact joe uh there's no solid plan to this yet uh, but i've been contacted by some of the podcast people asking if we're interested in doing a special, a special podcast to help support like you uh uh like help support like ukraine uh charity oh, bundle yeah so uh we so we may do a podcast nice. for that so that would be that may be a good time yeah to do absolutely stuff. uh what what we'll have to those those details are still, those, those details are still being hammered out right now by more competent people than what we are. So uh, we will let you know. In the I'm just a guy with out. a microphone. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so um, to tie in this game to next week's game, which is Joe's pick. Um, this is a very Japanese Mega Man game, I think, in some ways. Joe, did you notice all the Japanese yes. stuff in this yes. game? Like you know, like uh, like like, like Kanji and Rising mm-hmm. Suns and everything else. So. Um, it definitely feels more Japanese than previous Mega Man games for sure, and like you know, and we're covering next time a, a, a totally Japanese game because we're covering a game that never came out in the West. So, uh, what game do you want to cover next time, Joe? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me, and I still didn't have it pulled up, and I should have. <laughs> um, it is Strange World Gunman's Proof, and uh, just for a little preview for you all, it's like the Wild West meets. Legend of Zelda, kind of. Yeah, it is very <laughs> Zelda-ish, it uh, is. for sure. And also, it, it, like, it also reminds me of some other games, but we'll get into that so yeah, if we actually yeah. cover it. Um, um, it, uh, it, uh, it is available fan-translated, however, yes. so... But, um, which is, you know, which you know, which definitely like a good thing. So, anyway, uh, as always, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast. Uh, stay, stay safe, everybody. Be well. Uh, thank you again, as always, for listening, and we'll catch you again next time. Bye. Later, all. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep of power.